Hey guys, welcome to Dance Fever, the internet's, uh, as far as I can tell, only fan podcast that covers So You Think You Can Dance, Dancing with the Stars, Strictly Come Dancing, and America's Best Dance Crew. I'm Eddie Lee. I'm Terry Ann. And we, we have three of those to talk about this episode. No, we're only talking about one. No, we're talking about two. Three. Two. So you think uh-huh. dance crew uh-huh. and the pairings for Dancing with Stars? I thought we were going to wait and talk about that later. Strictly. Oh. The pairings for Strictly okay. haven't come out yet. Okay. But the other we can. And talk did you about. know that there's another show that's going to start up that airs after Dancing with the Stars? Another dance show? Uh-huh. No. What's it called? Dance Challenge or something like that. Dance Challenge. Yeah. Huh. No, I do not know this. But tonight we're going to talk about so you think you can dance. Episode 181. No, that's our episode. Oh, Dance Fever, episode 181. 181. What is their episode? For So You Think? Yeah. It is season 12, episode 15, there the quarterfinals. Go. There you go. Woohoo! On August 31st, as we speak today on not August 31st. September 4th. So, So You Think and Dance. And we have Paula, Jason, and Nigel, of course, as our judges, and Kat as our MC hostess, who is now pregnant with her first baby. She's excited. What, did you just read that? Yes, I just read that. Did they say something on the show? No, oh, okay. I just read that. Well, cool. Go Telling Kat. Um, stage took over from Street by Big Wampum. Well, now's it's, a good time because she won't be showing her anything by the time the next right. season starts, if there is a next yeah. season. We, we don't know. So, If you remember, the percentages have been rather close, like 49-51, all that stuff. And, and it's, been, it's been leaning from stage to street. Well, it was staged street. for the first few, day, first few times, and then street kind of won over. But it's always been really close, like within one or two. Mm-mm. It's stage 55% and street 45%. I don't know what happened. What are you people out there seeing? I I don't don't understand. Derek is gone. So all of you girly girls that were voting for Derek. um, Which, why in the world you wanted to keep Derek? I don't know. He didn't strike me as all that. As all that. Yeah. Anyway, Mandy Moore did the opening dance. It was very moody. That's, That's all I have to say. It didn't seem really Mandy Moore-ish to me. And I, I wasn't affected either way but the first couple out i liked not only because it was gabby one of my favorites but she was paired up with all-star marco who was one of my favorites from his year doing a jazz piece which i like by ray leaper which is pretty good to a song by econopop econopop yeah called emergency don't know them. Oh, okay. And their outfits were very steampunk. We 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 enjoyed the steampunk look. Yes, very much. However, it was kind of disappointing because they kept talking in the in the practice package about it being very bootylicious and how her dad was just going to be so so you know all of that, and it wasn't. It was. Rather tame, actually. And she had on a skirt. And she, yeah, she had on a, a puffy sh- short skirt, puffy skirt. Whereas she had uh, been uh, practicing in um, booty shorts, like spandex booty shorts. Yeah. Uh, you know, really, really tight hugging kind of things. Yeah. But she's in a very puffy skirted, but with thigh high leggings on. I mean, well, it yeah, was very no, steampunk. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I liked was, the whole outfit. I thought it was cool. Yeah, the outfit was. The cool. dance was cool. 
I thought it was good. It once you got past the fact that it was not bootylicious, it was it was a cute dance. Marco did well. He did not dance her above her, or you know. Marco is approaching Alex and Robert. Yeah. Territory for me. Yeah. He, he is. He's just a really strong, consistent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> performer and there really you know. isn't a marco or an alex or a robert this season mm, no i mean the, virgil we love virgil but he's nothing no, like no, he's those not, three he's not he's as, very as he's rounded. more twitchy yeah i would put him more in the twitch he's glitch fiction he's realm. doing well because of his popularity right. because of his charisma yeah um, but i was i would put him in their realm rather but yeah he's he's other. not as well-rounded yeah. as uh as Marco or Robert or Alex. Yeah. But it was still very good. We liked it. Now, the next thing that happened was everybody had to do a dance with an all-star, a solo, and then they paired up our six finalists, and they danced together. So next was Virgil solo, and he is just Mr. Entertainer. It was an excellent Virgil solo, just like they always are. Next couple out, though, were Yaya and one of Ed's favorites, Alex Wong. Yes. Doing a contemporary piece I by Tessandra Chavez to Daughter's Youth. And I kind of, I, I, I love the story they were telling. My grandmother died of Alzheimer's. So I thought it was very lovely that Tessandra had decided to depict this disease can in I dance. Can I ask a question? Sure. Alzheimer's can kill? Yes, because your body forgets how, what to do. Really? Yes. That's what the doctors told us, that her body has forgotten how to function. Wow. I thought it was just a... Memory thing? A memory, no. emotional no, kind of thing. No, it's your whole body just... It can shut so down So you your forget whole body. how to breathe. Your, your, your heart forgets how down. to beat. And Wow. Okay. I, I did not realize. So anyway, Yaya was cast as an early onset Alzheimer's sufferer. And she's sitting, it starts out with her sitting in the middle of the stage in a pool of light. And, sorry, Alex comes out. She is looking at a photo album. And at first, when Alex comes out, she doesn't recognize him. And she kind of rebuffs him and, and kind of pushes him away. Get away from me. I don't know who, I don't you, know are. who, who, who are. you are. Who are you? And then in the middle of the dance, you could see the recognition in come face. across her face. And she knew who he was, and she started flirting with him and, and dancing then, with him and, and then everything. And she was dancing with and him. And dancing with him and moving around and just having such a great time. And then toward the end, it, she lost it again. And she kind of pulled herself back in and picked up her book and was dealing with it. It was very moving, I thought. I thought she did an excellent job with depicting what was going on. And he and some people said that Alex outdanced her because he does have the technique of a contemporary dancer where she is a street dancer. But I don't think he outacted her. I thought that she held her own in the fact that she was portraying what she did. I thought she yes. did an excellent job I, I at agree. doing it. I agree. And I was very it, moved. It may not physically have been her strongest dance, but the story. And her ability to emote that particular story overcame any lack of technique or physicalness mm-hmm. in the dance to make the dance overall probably her best dance of the season as as a complete thing. As a complete package. Yeah, it, it was it was really remarkable because I was sitting here talking to Terry Ann 
that I didn't get it at first. And I didn't get it because Yaya was doing exactly what you would think somebody would do. She was trying to avoid Alex, trying to avoid dancing, because she didn't have any idea who he was. And then when it snapped, and you could just tell on her face, first of all, that she recognized, then I realized, oh, well, she just recognized him there, which means before she wasn't. And that's why I was confused, because I didn't, you know, Mm -hmm. because, and then uh, just to, to bring it all home, they're the last, you know, eight or ten measures of the song. It, 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 her face shut off again, and and it was the same person that started that dance. And I was like, oh wow, that was, you know, that was so good. Looking at the whole thing, that you could tell those different parts of the of the story. So, yeah, I think, I think that's probably my favorite Yaya dance of the season. Next out was Haley doing a solo, and it was her regular contemporary solo. It wasn't bad. It was contemporary. It was, it was, I don't, I'm just, I'm tired of the same moves that yeah. everybody seems to do in contemporary. I want, I want something new and different, and it seems to be easier. I don't know. Or maybe I just haven't seen enough of it for the street dancers to pull me out something new. Even the tap dancer, though, Gabby, I mean, she pulled out something new that I hadn't seen well, before. Well, every time you see... Time. A tap dancer dance, it's new because they don't have very yeah. many. Yeah. See, that's just it. There are so many contemporary yeah. dancers every season. It's like, you know, 75% of the cast. So anytime you see um, solos or the tryouts, it's just like, oh, contemporary. Yeah. yeah. So next up was Megs with all star Joshua Allen doing a hip hop by choreographer Christopher Scott. They dance to Farrell's Freedom. Which I love that song. I love Farrell. He's one of my favorite Freedom guys. Yeah, not that freedom. freedom. Different freedom. Oh. That's an old time freedom. Okay. And I once again was not moved by Megs. It was like watching two guys dance hip hop together. They were supposed to be kind of telling a story, but I didn't get a story. I, I I just didn't get it. Well, for, first of all, the story was supposed to be a male and a female, from yeah. what I could tell. And I'm sorry, Megs does not come off feminine to me. At any point in this season, she has not come off feminine. Mm-mm. So unless it's a couple dudes dancing... Megs automatically, to me, looks out of place. If it's a male-female pairing, it's not. It's two males dancing. One of them is a female. And for me, that has been just so off-putting all season. And I don't understand why no one has approached her with that. It has to be a boy and a girl in this dance. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your mannerisms or preference or whatever else you want to call it aside i have designed this dance for a masculine and a feminine part because i don't and you have the feminine part they can ask them to be dancing fish or whatever that was mm-hmm. what but they can't ask her to be feminine i don't have she even has she even been in a dress no they did the paso. She was in pants. They did this. She was, yeah, I don't think she's just, even been in a dress. She, she, and maybe it's her. She just absolutely refuses to do anything feminine. And for me, that's a total put off because my problem, and I'll admit it, it's my problem. I look at her, and she's a female, so she has the feminine part. 
that's what goes on in my head. Mm -hmm. And when I don't get the feminine part from her, I'm put off because something is wrong. It just doesn't look right to me and and my my sense of aesthetic that I have personally. Other people may love it. If they came out and it was they did the Paso as two bullfighters and they were competing against each other with a cape or something like that. I could have seen that, but not as the male-female pairing in the Paso. Mm-hmm. It didn't work because it looked no. like two dudes and dancing this, the male and female parts. And this parts. just looked like two two street dudes yeah. beating up and, and, and doing a street And dance. the thing was is that they weren't battling. If it were two dudes, have them battle mm-hmm. back and forth against each other. No, no, no. They were dancing together. And it just looked like two dudes dancing together, which I don't have a problem with. But my impression was it was supposed to be a couple dancing together. And I have an issue seeing a couple in dance as two of the same gender. Mm -hmm. Maybe a problem I have, I'll admit it, that's fine. But, you know, so all of this season, most of her dances have just put me off because she has looked too masculine for the vast majority of the parts. Now, when she dances on her own, mm-hmm. oh, she does a hell of a job. There is absolutely nothing wrong in my mind with the way she looks because she's a dancer. She right. has no gender right, at all. But in, in the pair's dance, and every one has been her and a guy. So automatically, I'm thinking a masculine and a feminine part. That that's what, but I have not gotten that from her at all this season. Now I like the dance she did together with Allison, where they were sisters. So, right, yes, I liked that. Sisters, yes, that was good because it fit. Mm-hmm. It, it it just fit. Again, you're told they're two sisters, so in in a in a, a manner, the gender doesn't matter. Because you're told they're the same. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, it, it, their gender doesn't matter if they're sisters. They're blood. They're dancing. They know each other. Okay, well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, that story works and, for what I visually saw. And I think what really hurt her in this dance also was it was her genre, but Joshua's just so much jo- better yeah, at Joshua, it. Yeah, Joshua, unfortunately. I mean, Joshua beat Twitch. May, maybe he even held back and it just... I mean, he, so, you know, yeah. it just... It, like, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't impressionable no. at all. And that's rough because she did the Paso last week, so two yeah. weeks in a row, and it's just kind of like, oh. Yeah. So Gabby did her solo. Once again, excellent tap dancing. Tapping. I love yes. Gabby. And hers was kind of a, a jazzy tap. Yeah. It wasn't like... She pulls out something different each time. Well, remember Aaron. Aaron almost always looked like a Broadway-ish mm-hmm. kind of yeah. big show tap. But this one, she had more... Syncopation. Dancing mm-hmm. in the tap. More Plus, she has more syncopation m- in her... Stage tap. movement mm-hmm. and, and different kinds of moves. Tapping on her toes more on the side of her feet, the outside of her feet. And, you know, so it just... It looked like a jazzier kind mm-hmm. of piece. And, and, yeah, it just had a completely different feel... Except for you could you could hear those taps. Yep. So the next couple out were Jim and All Star Anya Garnis. I love Anya. Yes. Anya and Pasha. Those are our favorite couple. Anyway, did a samba by choreographer Dimitri Chaplin. Dancing to Fulanito's Kilando Goma. And I thought Goma. Jim did a really good job. To uh, and for a ballet boy yes, to get out there and do a exactly. samba with Anya. It's it's not because necessarily she is oh, well, by she is far a, my favorite 
Latin dancer. She's, yeah, she's to a ballroom. Watch. Just yeah. She is my favorite, and normally she's so much of a beast I can't watch anybody else. But I'm, I managed to, to to stay halfway focused on Jim, and I thought he did a wonderful job. Now they were saying that his partner was strong, but that his his hips were too too rigid. I didn't think his hips were too rigid. I thought he did fine for someone who's not done the samba before. And I'm sure he probably hadn't done the samba uh, before they, they practiced this. Probably not ever. And like Jason said, he gave us a little piece that I didn't know. They have seven hours with the choreographer. To, to work on any one piece. To work piece. in on any one dance. He got to be in the room with Dimitri. And in seven hours, he had to learn that samba enough to go off and practice on his own. On his own. He can't dance with no Anya. More, no more choreographer after seven hours. And no more partner, I don't believe. No, I think they can partner. Can they partner? I think they can but partner. But no more correction. Right. On, but please, with like Anya, Anya like, can't. Yeah. Yeah, you know. She probably knew it. And she she ran through it once or minutes. twice, and yeah. she had Dimitri, you know, his piece down. Yeah. So. But I thought Jim did a, a good job. I uh, was impressed. What, what are they called? Buchicadas? Buchicadas. And uh, Samba Rolls? Yes, he did those. But both. both of those were were both. very passable. I, I mean, thought they were good. Yeah. I thought it was good. And I, I, but you know, Anya, she's a beast. Then Yaya did her solo. It was Yaya esque, oh, and it was beautiful, just like and it always is. Her crumping is just so clean. But what really struck me is to see her come out and do that after having done that contemporary piece. Just maybe, just uh, we don't know that it's. Strictly the order mm-hmm. is real, but for me, right after the next dance after doing this killer contemporary piece was her solo piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, crumping centric, but not exclusive. Yes, she, she doesn't just crump, uh, but it's just like, wow, how in the world can the same person do the one and then the other? That, that's just dude. So the next couple out were Virgil, yay, all-star Melanie Moore, <gasps> yay, doing a Justin Giles piece. I don't know him. They danced to Ben Howard's All Is Now Harmed. And he was supposed to be, we didn't really get the story. We knew something was wrong. He was supposed to be a PTSD-stricken military vet. Who and Melanie was his significant other. Yes. I'm not going to say wife, don't know, girlfriend, no, whatever. No, it's, but he started out looking at some dog tags with much anger he, and remorse. Right. He, he got upset. You could tell he was by upset. At the dog tags. She came out and, and tried to take them from him to get his mind off of them to do something to comfort him. And he fought her off for a while and then kind of said okay and then that at the end he dropped and almost the dog tags he kind of held on to him a little bit and i i think part of what was being relayed was the um look at me focus on me mm-hmm. i'm here because she kept grabbing his chin and turning his head to mm-hmm. look at her several times through the the piece and i, I don't know maybe that's a a, a therapeutic kind of method for helping people through a get them a off PTSD of, get them off of what of they're trip. thinking about you need yeah, to distract them so, get them off onto something else um, but and, i thought i thought it was well, excellent i i thought he was going to be upstaged by melanie it, who is one of the finest oh, contemporary wow. dancers ever been on the show yeah but she was in character as melanie always is you can trust her to she's choose. just like robert yeah 
absolutely everything that they have, they put into that yes, dance. Yes, all the emotion is right there. Virgil's acting skills, which he said he pulled on a lot of personal feelings because he had people, friends that, friends had, yeah, that had, and family PTSD and stuff. So he pulled on that, and but his acting skills in this were. I thought wonderful. I thought this was the, his best dance. I think so for an overall picture I think of so. what Virgil can do, which is good because this is about the time of the season that you mm-hmm. need to be having your best dances. Yeah. But it was it was it was excellent. And then we had um, not a solo. Yeah, it should have been somebody's solo, but it wasn't. It was Haley and Robert doing a jazz piece. Oh, okay. Are the yeah. solos over? No, we have one more solo. Oh, okay. Megs. Haley and Robert. But for some reason, they get... And that's... If... Robert rolled... You know, Melanie, Robert, Alex, it was a trifecta for if, Eddie Lee. If I was not cis-hetero, Robert would, Robert would be pretty high on my list. Yeah. I, I really dig Robert. Before just, or after Alex? Uh, probably before. Okay. Probably before. Because Alex is a good dancer, and he does everything he is supposed to do. You know, I mean, he's there. But there's just something about Robert's Emotes. emotion yeah. that you can tell that it's and, – and that's all that's left. It's just one level, I think, in my mind, above Alex. Technically, Alex may be a better dancer. I don't know that I could argue one way or the other. But the performance for me whenever I see Robert – and I guess also part of me is uh, knowing – what almost was for Robert. Yeah. Although it's the same case with Alex. I mean, the man ruptured both Achilles tendons over the course of just around a calendar year. I mean, he was off his feet completely for two whole years healing from that. His his dancing could well have been completely over too. Now, mm-hmm. Robert's supposedly his life was almost over. So it's, but it, it, there's just something, Robert just seems to be so appreciative to me about the opportunity to dance. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, he absolutely leaves everything on that stage. Mm-hmm. Just everything. And you can feel it. You can feel it. Yeah. And and I just, I so appreciate that about Robert because here's an artist who is is is, is doing his art with, with his entire being to the absolute totality mm-hmm. of his ability. And just as someone who has as he's gotten older i've i've learned more and more to appreciate makers that is just so profound that somebody is able to put all of that into their art that i just he deserves i think that kind of uh admiration from people mm-hmm. appreciation of what he puts forward of what he is doing yeah whether you like dance or you like the song or you're not into white boys with dark hair it, it doesn't matter yeah appreciate what the man is giving you when when you watch him dance mm-hmm. so the, Haley and robert did a jazz piece by nick flores and rj durrell dancing to beyonce's haunted and i was kind of i thought it was a good dance but i kind of was let down i really thought that that robert and Haley would be a very good match for a very good intense dance she was supposed to be the angel of death chasing him around the stage but it just it didn't really hit it for me i thought it was a a waste of their talent really to 
for the for the dance. Not that it, they didn't do it well, because they're both wonderful dancers, but it could have been so much more. Well, here's somebody that uh, I was reading. Oh, yeah, you're on the same page. Wishes it had been Sonia Tae. Yeah, yeah. Man, Sonia would have eviled up that dance something fierce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So then Megs did her solo, and it was your typical Meg solo in her, what is it, Cuban? You call it Cuban shirt? Uh, her uh, Hesse shirt. Hesse shirt. And and that that probably is a derogatory term. Uh, whenever you see uh, Puerto Rican gangsters portrayed on TV, they have a long button up sh- button up shirt, button collar, button sleeve with the sleeves buttoned, and only the top button at like the collar buttoned, and the rest of the shirt flapping. Mm-hmm. She has worn that look more times than any other look on this season. Yes, every solo, I believe that's what she's worn. Okay, so now we have our contestants pairing together, and our first out are Gabby and Jim doing a Broadway Broadway piece. Broadway? Yeah, Broadway. By Joshua Bergasse. To Michael Bublé's Fever. And I love Michael Bublé doing that song. I like it. I love that song. I love Gabby. I like Jim. I thought it was cute. She was supposedly in bed sick had a fever and he came dancing into her dream and she got up and danced with him and then she went back to bed and woke up and he was gone i thought it was okay i like gabby so i enjoyed it i didn't think it was great for some reason choppy and slightly contrived well if it's contrived that's gabby and jim's fault right yeah i know you know it's not corny well, if the dance is corny, that's Gabby and Jim's fault? No. No. And, and that is every season that is something that is an issue that I have with the judges is because they will look and they will direct comments and those people that are watching who don't know better will think that the comments are due to the dancers. But it's due to the choreography that mm-hmm. they danced. It's not their execution. It's what they were given to execute. But the the judges, when they have an issue with the dance and it's with the dance, that's what they say while they're critiquing the dancers. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. you know, that's good. But everybody out there listening that doesn't have the knowledge that you do thinks that, oh, well, they just didn't do a good dance. I won't vote for them. Yeah. You know? And and I can understand, too, the way everything is set up. You don't really have the format to critique the choreographer because they're not – that's not what they're there for. Right. So my thought would be, hmm, don't bring it up. Right. Because you can't direct you it where it's be, supposed to go. Those, those – at least two of the three. I'm not sure about Jason's background still other than what he yeah, is. Yeah, I'm, but at least two of the three should know that the difference between what the choreographer oh, has put out there absolutely. and what the dancer does with it. Absolutely. And I don't know how much choreographying uh, Nigel has done. But come on, Paula. Mm-hmm. Paula knows. Yeah. She has absolutely done both sides of that coin at award-winning levels. So she full well knows the, the two and can separate the two. Yeah. So our next couple, which this is, I had spoke about this before. I forgot that it was one of this these dances. But Haley and Meg's doing that sister's piece that I mentioned earlier by uh, yes. Stacey Tukey. Yes. This is the first time we've, that I remember seeing Meg's in a dress. Uh, they danced 
to Max Richter and Sarah Leonard's Sarajevo. And it was supposed to be two sisters who were saying goodbye for some reason. One, they had to, to separate. And I thought it was an excellent idea. I agree with one critique I read that said that it didn't quite feel like a sisterly bond enough. I thought that this was probably Meg's best contemporary dance, though. Yeah. I oh, really yeah. did. Haley far and away outdanced her oh, yeah. in the contemporary stuff. But then you can kind of, if you keep in mind the family, it's like, okay, you have the girly it, girl sister exactly. and the tomboy sister. Exactly, yeah. And she danced like a tomboy, and she danced like a girly girl. And so you could kind of see it as sisters, because normally there's not two girly girls or two tomboys. Yeah, and plus, too, chances are they're not going to have the same level of ability right, at anything. Right. So I, that kind of went for me and i agree with nigel that the best moment was at the end when megs was walking off Haley fell to her knees in what looked like true anguish and screamed out in in pain so you know that to me was probably the best part of the whole dance because there was finally some real emotion that came out to me did the did the choreographer who'd you say did it stacy did she say why the one sister was leaving the no. other forever no not that i remember and then our last pair are Yaya and Virgil. Oh, come on. Two street dancers doing a hip-hop by Farside and Phoenix. To edits, if you crump, stand up. So you got the crumper here, I'm telling you. But it was an Alice in Wonderland theme, which I loved their costumes. Yeah. She came out of the Amazing Tales of Yaya and Virgil book as Alice in Wonderland. He was kind of the rabbit. I was going to say, yeah. Kind of the rabbit in his suit. And it was, I thought it was great. I I liked it. Some didn't. I'm not so sure that the judges really liked it, but I liked it. I thought it was great. I think Jason said he wanted it to be more because it was two street people doing a hip-hop routine by Farside and Phoenix. But they did the choreography they were given. They gave it character, and they gave it style, their own style. And I thought that they did the most they could with what they were given, and I thought it was great. So, once again, the judges expecting more out of the, the dancers when the choreography's not there. I mean, what do you want them to do? Not do the choreography they're given? Well, and yeah, I mean, it's better? like, you know... I mean, I, should it just be like, well, this choreography we took as a suggestion, not as a, this is what you have to do, and we kind of worked this into it. It would be better to say, it, it just didn't do it for me, guys. It just, it just missed... Because if you can't say anything about how they did it, don't sit there and gripe about what they did. I would sit there and say, you all danced it wonderfully. I just wish you had been given more to do. Oh, no, you can't do that because you go insulting too many of the choreographers and you're not going to get them to be able to come back on the show. Or they they won't come back on the show and choreo for you anymore. Okay. They they know when they get thrown under the bus. Yeah, that's true. They they know it. That's true. And, And it is something that is in their head according to the choreographers I've heard interviewed they know it's possible so you know when when it's going on they they know they're being they're being chided okay so at the end of the night those that went home were Megs and Jim so we have Virgil Yaya Gabby and Haley which was our four, our pick for the top final four Megs okay uh, I agree with that Jim could honestly have been 
any of the three because I don't think there's really enough difference for me personally in any of the three. Really? I, I wouldn't. I, I would not have necessarily agreed with any of the three going home. You know, I'd have been like, "Oh man, I wish they." But as far as the street side, yeah, I, I definitely think it was makes us time to go home. Yeah, and I, I, I think of the three, Haley, Jim, and Gabby. I think Jim, okay, being the least well-rounded of the three, to me. But anyway, so and I already told you that Cat's prego. So you know, that's I think that's all the. Is uh, so you think? D- does dance. she have a significant other? Yes. Okay, I don't. Think She's posted pictures on her Facebook page. I don't think I really knew that. I have not liked her Facebook page. Oh, sorry. I'm not into her that much. Okay. I'm. I've like everybody that we talk about Facebook page, so I can keep up with them. Well, yeah, that's a good way to do it. Yep. So that's the end of our conversation on. So you think you can dance? Dance Fever does that on Twitter, but I don't yeah. have the time to sit there and monitor yeah. everybody's tweets. So. Now we're moving on to Dancing with the Stars, which we have the complete list. Pairings list. Pairings list. And it starts on the 14th of this month. So fortunately, So You Think You Can Dance will be over before Dancing with the Stars starts, since they're both on Monday night. So, hey. So if we have Alex Scarlatus paired with Lindsay Arnold... Now, he is one of the Marines, Navy, Navy, Marine, some Uh, kind of armed services that saved some people from a terrorist on a bus. Train. Train, sorry, train. He and two others uh, subdued a a terrorist. I heard on a talk show, I was like, I wonder if they asked all three of them, and he's the only one that said, yeah, I got time to do that. And that's like, well, how could they not ask all three of them? Because none of them really was the... And I mean, that was... That only happened what a month ago, a month ago or something or so. like that. Yeah. yeah, ABC really jumped yeah, on that, that one. Yeah, that did. So we have Alex Carlados with Lindsay Arnold. Yay, Lindsay, getting to come back as Who a is regular off, dancer off the troupe. Yep. Sky Kids actress Alex Alexa Pinavegra is with Mark Ballas, and her husband Carlos Pinavegra, big time rush, is with Whitney Carson. So we have a. Married couple. Uh, yeah, dancing. husband and wife dancing against each yep. other. Hmm. Honey, I'm Good singer Andy Grammer, who's been on Dancing with the Stars as a <coughs> guest singer, is with Allison Holker. I can't wait to see this. I think it's going to be good. And who is he supposed to be with? Oh, he was supposed to be paired with Peter Murgatroyd. Yeah. That's why he was going to be on the show, was to dance with her. But mm-hmm. Peter found out that she has to have some ankle surgery yep. and so she is out this so does that season. mean allison wasn't going to be on this season until peter got hurt that i don't know hmm. allison or maybe Lindsay. maybe Lindsay wasn't going to be on and and maybe she got moved and up they a asked slot and, and they asked andy who do, who do you want since peter's not here maybe yeah okay. bendy Irwin, who is the crocodile dude uh, his name is not coming to me his first name i used to watch him all the time is that anyway. his daughter yes this is his daughter and she is dancing with Derek Huff. And you Derek know him. Seems, he was always saying, crikey! Yeah. And Derek seems to be very excited on his um, Facebook page. Um, legendary songstress, Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. You have to say it that way. Is with Keo. Motsepi. 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 Actor Gary Boosie is with Anna Trubinskaya. Who I'm is, saying very, back? very many prayers for Anna. Really? I'd be saying them for Gary. 
I don't know, Gary Boosie, the, the, the few things I've heard him do. She's not going to take any crap from it. No. I'm just, that's, I mean, that's just... Yeah. That might be... That might be a um, Billy Ray Cyrus uh, flashback. I don't recall that one. Picture a bull stomping across the field. I don't know. Gary might be light on his feet. He might be. We, we don't know. Social media savant Hayes Greer is with Emma Slater. This is the only one I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. Vine. He, he's a, he's a, a Vine celebrity. Kim Zolciak Beerman is with Tony Davalani. She is a Real Wives of yeah. something or other. Yeah, one of those reality Whichever shows. Whichever one it is. Nick Carter with Sharna Burgess. Backstreet Boy? Yes, Backstreet. Paula Dean with Louis Van Amstel. They are very active on both Paula and Louis' Facebook page about this. And, and he, he want to hazard a guess why? What do you mean? Trying to recoup her public image. Yes, yes, they are. Because every time somebody talks about her, she is disgraced chef. Yeah, I know. Paula Dean. Every time, so, and I'm thinking, I don't know that she I think was that, really disgraced. And I think that's no. all taken way too out of hand. I'm sorry. So. I really do. Tamar Braxton with Val Chermkowski. The only claim to fame I know she has is her sister. Well, she, I believe, is a singer also. Is she? Yeah, and actually she's a reality TV star. Okay, Tony Braxton's sister. Because the Braxtons have a TV show. Oh, okay. uh, Three, four, five seasons now. Okay. So it's a Tony Braxton. And then Victor Espinoza with Karina Smirnoff. Back in the early 90s. I know. Oh, wow. Victor is a horse racer. Uh, not just that. He is this year's Triple, Triple Crown, Crown winner. winner. Yeah. yeah. First time since Jockey. 72, maybe? Yeah. So a few of these I'm kind of excited to see. It might it might be a good season. There's not any big time, you know, we were kind of nostalgic with the, uh, with the um, Carlton... Alfonso, yes. Alfonso season Alfonso because Rivera. we grew. I mean, I grew up watching. Oh, absolutely, Fresh you know, Prince. Fresh Prince. Oh, so man, I was yeah. just all excited about his season. And of course, you wanted to tune in every week because you knew he was going to do a dance at some point, and oh, you yeah. wanted to see it. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was just if if there was no other reason to watch that season, you tuned in every time hoping he'd do the Carlton. Mm-hmm. Is he going to do it? No, mm-hmm. not this episode. And then last season, I just fell in love with Rumor in like the second week. Yeah. So she, I just really wanted to keep her, watching it to see her. because Her journey was very enjoyable yes, to watch, it was. I think. I just loved. It was enjoyable for me. I just loved watching yeah. Rumor's whole season. And, and she has parlayed that into a Broadway, Broadway show. show. Yeah, she's not a, Not a major, major part, but uh, a strong secondary part. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that was... Um, Carrie Ann, Julianne, and Bruno are all back. Len will not be back, except maybe for a special appearance here or there. Don't know. I haven't heard or seen if there is going to be a fourth judge guest. There, or... it, that, what I read is they are. There's going to be guest judges. Not it didn't say every week. Not every week necessarily. But it did say okay. there were going to be guest celebrity judges. Uh. Tom Bergeron and Aaron Andrews are both back. Yay. I love Aaron. I, you all can just she diss is all you on want me. to on Aaron. I love Aaron. She is growing on me. I, I will have I, I love will, her. I will say. 
not as much as I love Kat Dealey. And so that leaves us. I already said that uh, Peta's not in this season, but neither is Artem. Nope. And that's just that's disappointing. But when we went and saw the live tour, he was. They had said that Kia was hurt and well, and wasn't he's there not at that all. Hurt. But but that Artem was recovering, so maybe whatever he was recovering from well, hasn't finished recovering. Peta wasn't hurt, and now she is. So I well, mean, that's, that's, that tour took it out of him. Well, yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, and Kim Johnson didn't come back either. Even though I had heard rumors that she was, because she may have some gig. Or no, that was last season, wasn't it? She was judging in Australia. Yeah, but I had heard perhaps that she was coming back this season, but she didn't. No, and there there has been, although where I'm looking here, troop announcements. Um, Jenna is in the troop. Alan is in the troop. Which were both excellent in the last And those tour. are the only names that's coming to me. Uh, Sasha is... Is Sasha the one that went to Strictly? No, or Sasha. Henry? Sasha's in the troop. Henry well, went over to Strictly. Henry went to Strictly. Uh, the Cherry Girl is not Brittany? is Cherry? not with them at all. Oh, she's not in the troop or obviously on the yeah. show. Uh, and I forget who the other girl was, but it's a name. I mean, that's been in the troop before. Lindsay was in the troop before. Yeah, but Lindsay, I mean, Jenna, and Brittany were in the troop. So. And I, you know, I don't know. I've looked and looked to try to find out what Artem's doing, and I, I don't. He hasn't said anything, so okay. I don't. I don't know what he's doing. Um, I kind of wouldn't be surprised if he popped up on Strictly, but I don't think he is because I think the list of the Strictly pros has already been out for a while. The only thing we don't know about Strictly is the pairing. We've They've announced all the pros. They've announced all the stars, just not the pairing. Because they have a big production show of that yeah. whole thing, and that's airing as to- we speak tomorrow. Tomorrow night. So uh, by, that's why we're not really time, talking too much over. about Strictly, because we're going to be talking about it next week. Yeah, the pairings are out, and we'll we'll talk about it then. So I don't know where Artem. Maybe he's an extra. They don't really have a troop per se over there, but maybe he's an extra for Strictly. I don't know. Alrighty, let's see. I think that's. All for this episode. I'm intrigued to see about this dance challenge show that you're talking about. I haven't, haven't you didn't seen find anything it? about it. No, because it's not coming up with that name. So it's not America's Ballroom Challenge, is it? No. Okay, that's a different show. I don't think. All right, guys. If you want to send us feedback, you can do it at the dancefevergmail.com address. The deliberate noise.com slash dance fever is the website, and we have pages on Facebook and Google Plus, and we have a Twitter. Facebook and Google Plus are two words. On Twitter, it's one word. And then you always spell fever F E V R E. So, next episode 182, we will have the finals of So You Think and the pairing announcements for Strictly. And then we'll probably take a week or two off until the Dancing with the Stars season starts up. But we'll definitely have an episode next week. We'll talk to you guys then. Bye. The Dance Fever Podcast is a deal production. And as such, is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives, 3.0, unported license. 